And, and now, of course, it is Travel Tuesday, and I'm joined by the lovely Barry Kenny, who is not in a leprechaun suit today. I'm quite disappointed. Probably attired, sorry, <laughs> Kira, I do apologise. It's <laughs> quite like ordinary and conservative <laughs> today, Barry, which is which is a surprise. This week, we're going to be talking about Iceland. Yes, Iceland, and Iceland is a place that has, I suppose, come into the public consciousness a lot more. Uh, the Euro 2016 exploits of the Icelandic soccer team last year and their thunderclap. And I don't know if you saw the BBC Four series Trapped. It was one of these uh, foreign import dramas that uh, I did not. Not, but I heard about it. It's fabulous. And sure, they are making a second series. But tourism from Ireland to Iceland started, I suppose, in the 90s when you had the Icelandic boom and all the people swimming in the in the free credit or the easy credit in Iceland coming over to Dublin to shop in Kilkenny Shop and BTs and the likes of the late lamented Maxwell Travel sending people back. Now, we've loads of ways to get there. We've got nine flights a week this summer from Dublin to Reykjavik. We've got Wow Air. You've Wow Air going from Cork. You've two airlines going from Belfast. You've got Iceland Air and um, EasyJet. But the best deal at the moment is about 145 return this summer from Cork to Reykjavik if you still want to book it. so That seems quite cheap. It is. It is a very good. And of course, look, you're not getting your son and you're not getting your... Te- or you may get some, but you're certainly got to get your temperatures in the 20s and 30s. But you're going to get an awful lot. You're also going to get an almighty sting in the wallet. It's expensive. That's what everyone says. <laughs> yeah. Everyone says it's amazing, it's wonderful, yeah. but God, it's pricey. You just have to suck it up. And kind of a couple of hours in, you just have to resolve, look, it's going to cost. Now, when you get to the airport, the very first thing you encounter is a massive duty-free shop and supermarket so you can stop up, stock up on uh, alcohol, on other products if you want. But then you're missing the fun. You're missing a huge part of Iceland, which is getting out and about in the nightlife. Uh, I think it's, I mean, I think Reykjavik is one of the best cities in Europe for nightlife. And if you are of a certain vintage, my tip is go to sleep Go to sleep. Yes. Is, is that a bar or is that just as a... No, no, rest. Don't don't go out at Irish time. Don't go out at eight or nine in the evening. Uh, go to sleep. Get up at midnight or 1am because they are still pouring into the bars as late as four, half four in the morning. Is this now something to do with the daylight situation? It's all year round. Now, of course, it's most incongruous in the summertime when you are uh, at four in the morning and it is bright and everyone's pouring into the, the bar. Um, there's a real party culture. Okay. And you've got this Friday night uh, pub crawl in both the cities and the rural areas where it feels like the entire city is in motion moving from venue to venue and there's such a range of venues you've got jazz clubs you've got I accidentally found myself thinking I was going to a music club but it was actually a comedy club an Icelandic comedy in Icelandic that's, that, that's yeah. hard to know how, how that translates. <laughs> pass me by. It also seemed to pass by all the Icelandic people. But it well, And you've got very cool spots. You've got Café Baron, for example, which is owned by Damon Alburn of Blur. Um, and that whole central drag. It's a small city. You can walk just about everywhere. Hold on a while now, yeah. as George might yes. say. Are you really suggesting to me that, that ordinary Joes like myself who might rock into Reykjavik and, you know, potter about sightseeing for the mm. day or whatever and have a nice bite to eat we should go home go to bed for three hours and then get up and hit the clubs yeah, at yeah, one abs- o'clock in the morning completely yes. is that not a mad thing to do well why would it be I mean you, you're wearing I'd probably Rome. feel a bit sick I'd probably feel a bit woozy but you are you know of a number it's like wearing green on St Patrick's Day it is going with the flow uh, around you now Perfectly enjoyable evenings if you want to stay out. Uh, and as I say, there is something great about that midnight sun. They don't fully have midnight sun in, in Reykjavik, but it doesn't get dark. And uh, coming out in that uh, June... But that's when the nightlife light. really happens. Midnight is the, is the witching hour. From, from then onwards. But, you know, you'll get plenty during that. I, I mean, Reykjavik is not just 
uh, nightlife. Uh, as I say, quite a compact city, beautiful coastal walks along from the old uh, harbour area where up till the boom in tourism, and it's a massive boom. It's increasing uh, tenfold uh, since uh, 2000, and I think it's doubled in the last four years alone. Um, you've got now boat trips to go out whale watching. You can go on the puffin tours if you want. You can also go deep sea fishing. It's one of the few things in Reykjavik that's actually quite reasonable uh, versus what would be charged elsewhere. You then go along that coastline uh, to the, the, the new concert hall there. Beautiful glass building reflecting that Arctic light reflecting across the the, the snow-capped mountains across the bay uh, behind so great for photos and something that for me I suppose was a landmark that I can remember from growing up was a, a point uh, that marked a turning point really in the Cold War. Do you remember Reagan and Gorbachev met each other for the first time in Reykjavik? I do not, but I, I do not. <laughs> Just being are. honest. Okay. I, I, I was, <laughs> clearly, I was. I should have been watching something else on the telly. I'd probably uh, watching the tube, to right. be honest. Yes, you're far cooler than me. Absolutely. Hofti House uh, is the house, and it is exactly as it was. It's actually not open to the public, sadly enough, but you can see the photos in the windows of Reagan and Gorbachev meeting. And as I say, it was their first summit and the beginning of a new uh, chapter. Is there a time of year, Barry, when you would advise people to go? Because obviously you've talked about this, those very long, long yes. days and part of the year and then there's also times when you can see the Northern Lights. I presume, is the Northern Lights when the days are shorter because it's it, dark? It's basically September through to April or May. So you have most of the year. Just that the, the time of the year in the summer you won't get it. And I think a lot of people do want to get the Northern Lights. Um, it cuts down some of the outdoor activities you can do but the Northern Lights are like an African safari and rather than hunting big game, you're hunting big sky. And to be fair, the Icelandic... I like that. Yeah, they, they are building a very good tourism product around it. If you go out night one and you don't see it, you get a free trip out the second night. If you stay in some hotels, they'll give you wake-up calls to say, we've had word, the clouds are parting, there's an opportunity. There are absolutely no guarantees. But of course, if you hit it, you hit jackpot. You hit one of nature's most spectacular um, sites. Have you seen it? I have not. Um, now, of course, I, I was in Iceland in summer, but I was in Arctic Sweden and Finland for about a week. And uh, I, I think I saw something that was like a Nike swoosh in the sky. <laughs> I claim it anyway. doesn't sound as impressive. Talk to me a little bit about the food in mm. Iceland. It's not all like eels and stuff, is it? I mean, is, is there food that we might we might like? Yeah, well, I mean, eels could be tasty for all the I main know. reasons Iceland isn't in the European Union is they want to keep control of their fish stocks. So um, if you like seafood... Uh, this is the place to go. You also have some relatively reasonable uh, fish and chip shops uh, there if you want to cut down the cost. They also have a horrific national dish um, that is basically fermented shark. And well, that, I might quite like that. Actually, yeah, 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 maybe. Best consumed uh, with a local schnapps type uh, drink uh, <laughs> quite quickly afterwards. Uh, but a delicacy priced accordingly. But no, it's good food. It's good food. It's It's actually quite healthy food by and large. And Again, with the bars, a very good variety in terms of the type of restaurants. I had some great sushi, for example, on the main street in Reykjavik. Is it is it a, a, a place for young people, maybe? Is it a party town? Is it a party island? Is it, is it like, you know, you're talking about the, the culture yeah. and people always say, oh yeah, Reykjavik's hopping and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But is there loads of stuff that is for kind of all ages, the, families and all that too? Absolutely. And uh, it's a very safe uh, country. I don't know if you heard, there was actually a murder there last month that the rarity of 
the murder caused it to effectively be a national a national crisis. Uh, it is very safe, very welcoming, very nice people. There's a beautiful cathedral in uh, Reykjavik. And I'm concentrating that because most people are going to stay in that yeah. broad area. Uh, Hal Grimskirkja, um, uh, you know, gorgeous kind of sleek uh, Scandinavian type designs. Uh, you've got the National Museum if that's into And if you were into museums, you know, some museums stay with you. And the Iceland Phallological Museum. Phallological. Phallological. I'm hoping with your, <laughs> with your with medical my, expertise. With my huge you, education yes, that's mostly useless on stuff like it's that. It's the Penis Museum. Oh. Uh, yes. And you ah, can spend okay. your day looking Phala with at, a PH. Yes. Looking at almost 300 penises uh, from mice up to whales and mice. polar bears. Uh, you have a silver castings of the entire Icelandic handball team. And uh, the Yes, resistance is the final exhibit, the human donation. Um, Ooh. Yeah, it's Ooh. Uh, yeah. Okay. preserved in preserved, some way. Preserved, okay. yeah. Okay. Kind of, lovely, yeah. lovely. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for that, for that Barry. You are <laughs> listening to Barry Kenny on Travel Tuesday. <laughs> There's also signed contracts of promised donations, which are gruesome in their detail, but the extent to which uh, the uh, member will be provided. Um, Ni- <laughs> nicely, but um, <laughs> tell me this, talk to me a little bit about hot springs, because yes. people always seem to, they talk about Reykjavik and the nightlife and all that mm. sort of, and then they talk about the hot springs. Yeah. Did you do the hot springs? Hot springs, absolutely. And there are loads of them. It doesn't matter where you go, you'll get what they call hot pots. And they are a social scene. People are hanging out there chatting as we would in cafes. The most famous is... No, no, go back and say that again. So people are, are, are getting into a hot spring in yeah. their... Do they wear clothes? They do wear clothes. So they yeah. wear Certainly the ones I, were, I was in. So togs or something. Yes. And in they sit in a hot spring and just chatting away. Chatting away. Um, the most famous is the Blue Lagoon and it's obviously the most uh, targeted at tourists. And you can actually go there directly from the airport before you hit Reykjavik. And it's this almost luminous blue in the middle of uh, a volcanic lava black landscape around you. So it's extre- It's striking. It's enormous. They serve you drinks as you wade in the pool. No. You okay. have hydrotherapy pools and it's in certain parts. It's all outdoors, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely. And of course, if it's a cold day, it's even nicer again. Um, the cold air, but warm water. Absolutely gorgeous there. And you can go for spas, you can get facial scrubs and all of this. In Reykjavik itself, uh, there are quite a few as well. Uh, there's a thermal uh, pool right by the beach by the domestic airport. Do they smell? Do they smell they of sulfur? sulfur? Like a absolutely. rotten egg kind of smell? Don't bring any jewellery uh, in. In a black? Uh, they, well, I didn't, so I can't But again, uh, it can damage expensive jewellery. Um, in, as they rake itself, a lot of springs in the main park in the town, also down by this beach. And the great thing about the beach is you run into the freezing cold water and then you scarper up the beach and you hop into your hot pot. And these are dotted all over the island, um, as well as the most spectacular landscape, because this is what Iceland has got. And this is why Iceland is going to grow and grow, because people are going to this small corner and there's so much more to see. The Apollo astronauts, one of the places they went to help them get perspective or get a sense of the type of landscape they encounter on the moon, was uh, Reykjavik. And they felt when they came back that it was the most valuable because you just have, as I say, this otherworldly landscape between glaciers. You can go on in, in ice tunnels. There's new ice tunnels now uh, in the southwest in a place called Langukul, uh where you can literally walk through these ice tunnels with incredible blue light all around you. The Golden Circle 
which a lot of people will do. It's three major sites uh, about that you can do in a day trip from Reykjavik. Um, the, uh, there's a, the Silka Fisher there. And if you're into diving, that's where you want to go um, because you will have 150 metre visibility of absolutely stunning, crystal clear uh, uh, visibility in that. Where I want to go when I go back, and I will go back, is the north, a place called Akareri, uh, where they have the Beasts of the East, one of Europe's best whitewater rafting locations. So, and, and is that a, like coming down in a rubber thing yeah, down a crazy absolutely. river? You yes, might lose absolutely. your life. Completely. Barry Kelly, for a man with quite a conservative job, you, you're unexpectedly adventurous, <laughs> well, you know, dare I say. Well, to let go Between your hot pots <laughs> and your frozen seas. Absolutely. I should also say, is one uh, uh, over half of the Icelandic people believe in elves. So if you want, the, you will find lots of little sites and they, they paint little doors uh, for the elves onto rocks uh, as part of their kind of devotion to... These are regular Icelandic adults. Completely. And a very sensible, very progressive country. First elected woman head of state in the world was Iceland. First openly gay prime minister in the world was Iceland. Is it because they're an island, do you think? just out there on their own doing their own thing. Yeah, find, finding their own way. Um, you know, there's an awful lot of Irish blood up there. Is there? Yes, because the Quickly tell me Vikings that. brought us as, is, as their thrall. We were their slaves. We were slaves to these Icelandic crowds. Absolutely, the Vikings uh, came over. Norwegians actually uh, inhabited it first and, uh, and only about 1,200 years ago. So it's a young country and uh, there is a lot of Scandinavian, Germanic and Gaelic blood in the veins of the Icelandic people. Barry Kenny, you have whetted my appetite. I think I yeah, may have to go. You if do I, have I'll, to I'll go. probably have to save my penny so to do so.